Gertner's my old friend. Uh, it is me, Marquez, again. Uh, with the random podcast. It's the random podcast. Episode number 31. Number 31. I don't know the date. Why am I singing like a fool? October 4th. Hello, welcome back, people. Tip top of the morn. Please, Jesus, this one will record without any hassle. Come on, microphone. Don't let us down, baby. Don't let us down. So, uh, two weeks since the last one, I do believe, people. What's been going on? Well, I've been having a great night altogether. Went to a comedy show at the Improv earlier. On my way, I was walking there. I'll tell you why in a while. Strolling along. It's great to stroll the streets again. Back in the strolling world. Uh, I saw this old woman, little Asian woman. She was carrying two big bags, looks like groceries. Crossing the street, I was crossing the street. I was like, it reminded me, back in Cork, back in Ireland, when I was getting the bus home from school, there used to be this old woman with a little dog, and she'd always have bags. She lived around the corner from me, and I'd always be a nice little fool and be like, oh, you need a hand with those bags? No doubt doing it to make myself feel great. Look at me. But also helping the woman. She'd always help me out. She'd always take up my offer, I mean. Happy days. Strolling down. She'd give me a bit of chocolate or something. Off I'd go. And that's what I remember. Anyway, that flashed in my head when I saw this woman. And even though LA is weird, I was like, oh... If I was in Ireland, I'd offer her a hand, so why not offer her a hand here? And quickly, my hand was bitten. I said, oh, do you need a hand carrying those bags? Where are you going? And she put down the bags and just told me, I have mace. If you don't know what mace is, it is a weapon where women spray mace into your eyes if you're trying to attack them. So that was the response to my nice offer. I carried quickly on, kept strolling to the improv, off I went. Happy days, do a good deed, it gets paid back immediately with an offer of mace in your face. What's in your face? It's a bit of mace. Did I deserve that? Potentially, who knows. Maybe it's not good to talk to strangers, maybe it's better to be a mute. People can't understand me half the time. Maybe she didn't have a clue what I was saying. Maybe all she heard was hovela, 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 Who knows? I was talking to someone here the other day, asking them, where's a good bear? And they were like, a bear? Why do you want the bear? I said something about a weird pain in my heart. Got some murmur. And they thought I said I had a pain in my hair. Why'd you have a pain in your hair? This is why I'm probably going to be a mute soon. Nobody understands a word that I say. 
And when they do, people I realize a lot recently, they laugh at my jokes the most when they completely mishear what I said. Which is nice as a stand-up comedian. People laughing at something that you said, but it's not actually what you said all that time, crafting a joke and they mishear it. And yet they laugh and then you're conundrumed. Because they're laughing at something dumb. Whereas your joke was so smart, so intelligent, yet also dumb, but funny. So that's nice. Talking to strangers, maybe not. Had a couple of weird strangers talking to me recently. Was at the shop the other day. Jesus, I like the way it's already gone into rambles. Always a good sign. So at the shop, Pavlov's Pavilions, joined by some food, buy some turkey slices, I'm waiting at the deli, waiting at the deli, no sign of anyone, this creepy dude slitters up next to me, slitters or sidles, I don't know, whatever he was doing, gave me an old twinkle of the eye, he had white grey hair, he was wearing gym clothes, all I remember I looked at him stupidly, stupidly, gave him an all, how's it going? Like a nice fella trying to say hi to this creep, how's it going? But also get away from me. And he told me, you know, I'd love to take you home to brush and braid your hair. Brush and braid my hair. (coughs) My hair is looking well, in fairness to him. But still... I was like, ah, not again, not again. Why is it always me? Why do the creeps? Am I a creep? I am a creep. I think everyone's a creep. That's what I'm realizing lately. But I'm not a creepy creep. I wouldn't creep you out kind of creep. This guy immediately creeps me out. Love to take you home, brush and braid your hair. What a kind offer. Funny my hair hadn't been brushed and looking... Superb already, I might have taken him up in it. <clears throat> I just kind of nodded and looked for the deli person. Come on, man, I just want some turkey slices. That's all I want, some turkey slices. I'll be on my way. Gonna go home, have some beans and turkey slices. Bit of toast, maybe. Well, I don't have a toaster anymore, so no toast. I just want some turkey slices. Give me the turkey. Where are you, man? He kept at me. He was like, you know, we can just go back and chat. We can just chat if you prefer that. What do you do? And then I, I presumed he, he started telling me he goes to University of Phoenix. He's studying. If you don't know, University of Phoenix is this online university in America where it just looks like the stupidest, dumbest thing of all time. A made-up college. They seem to be getting people. It's just, it's hard to describe if I told someone I was doing, oh, I'm at the University of Phoenix, I would be taking the piss. But I don't think Americans know how to take the piss. Sometimes I hope they are, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of funny what you're saying to me. Like, for example, I was on the phone the other day at the gym, outside the gym. I was telling my friend something, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd say I'm at rock bottom. This gay lad walking by me, his ears pricked up, his eyes twinkled. He kind of pivoted on his heels. He waited for me to get off the phone. And then he said, 
I'm a top if you're interested. So that was nice. Some random dude in the street offering me gay sex. He thought I said I was a bottom, not that I'm at rock bottom. I now know what tops and bottoms are, thanks to living in gay town. Ever-expanding mind, but not asshole, thankfully. I declined his offer, off he went. I declined University of Phoenix's offer. <coughs> to both chat or for him to brush and braid my hair. Turned them all down, turned them all down. I didn't get my turkey slices either. I just walked away from the turkey. From the turkey and the creepy dude. So that was nice. Maybe I shouldn't talk to or listen to or engage with people anymore. This other girl I was talking to, I was DJing the other night. Pretty cool fashion party. Blah, diddy, blah, diddy, blah. Sometimes you talk to clowns. This girl coming up. This girl was particularly thick. Like, you meet people around. She was like, oh, you're DJing. Do you own this hotel too? I was like, why would I DJ here if I was the owner? Are you the owner? Wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. I don't know how she got into it, but she told me she wasn't materialistic. She's trying to tell me she's not like other people here. But she also told me that she owned two Range Rovers. One black, one white. She didn't know which one she preferred, so she got two new. They are expensive. If you're getting two of them, you are pretty materialistic. She also told she owned 500 pairs of shoes, at least. 500 pairs of shoes. It would take you almost two years. Not really a year and a half. Not even that. Let's just say a year and a half. To wear all those shoes. One a day. That's a lot of shoes for someone who's not materialistic. A lot, a lot of shoes. She didn't ask what car I drove. I told her I took the bus. Hoping it would get rid of her. It did, thankfully. Good way to get rid of women in LA is to tell them that you're poor they will run for the hills quicker than Usain Bolt she gave me a look and she ran away poor they can't hack the poorer you tell them you are the quicker they'll leave you alone so that's a good little trick I have Just remember I heard another girl. <coughs> Last week I was getting one of those detox juices. Some beet juice. Cost about $12 for a little tiny capsule of beet. You're probably making your own for $2. But it was more the mental... The mental... Uh, can't think of the word. Comfort? No, that's not the word. What's that stupid word? M- uh, ease of mind. Is that the word? Ease of mind? I did it for ease of mind. Peace peace of mind. Jesus, good English. Thank you. Ease of mind, peace of mind. Is that even it? 
Anyway, I was like, oh, they'll probably make a really good detox one. My liver needs some detoxing, so let's go get this juice. While I was down there, I caught the tail end of some girl's conversations. One girl saying to another, what, he's never been to Soho House? Sorry, I don't date peasants. Soho House is a private club here in LA and around the world, and if you're not in it... You're poor, apparently. You're too poor to hang around with some people. So that was her cut-off point. You've never been here. You're not up to class and caliber for me, buddy boy. So, yeah, what was I on about? Oh, one more creepy dude. Jesus, this was just odd. I was walking along Sunset probably a week ago. (coughs) Maybe longer. Windy night, I remember that. My hair was all over the place. Tough life. Tough life. It's all my glorious hair when the wind is full on. You can barely see. I saw this dude, a creepy dude on the bike. He was off the bike, then he was on the bike. Then I was trying to walk up sunset towards the comedy store. Half closed my eyes. Next minute, this clown on the bike bundles into me, crashes his bike into me. Kind of fall over on the ground I'm like what are you doing you clown and he tells me oh I did that to get your attention can I have your number pretty smooth move take a guy out on your bike your bicycle take him down hopefully he falls in love with you what the funk kind of logic is that I, for one, don't know, but I skedaddled out of there. That's why it's great to be walking the streets. Happy days. Walking the streets. Talking to strangers. Meeting the life and soul of West Hollywood. I remember people before like, West Hollywood can't be that weird, can it? And then they visited West Hollywood and they're like, Oh my God, how do you hack the people here I'm like I told you I told you a lot of married couples I can I have a new after living here for many many years now I have a new thing where I can almost sense when a married couple is going to ask me for a threesome that is just something I now know thanks to living in West Hollywood See that Mary? See that old old man with the younger wife across the room? I bet you they're gonna ask me for a threesome. Lo and behold, it happens. I decline. They look at me like I'm a prude, and we continue on with our lives. That's a weird trick I've learnt. When to know when someone's going to ask me? For a threesome. I did see, yeah, Jesus walking on the streets here. It was nuts. I was walking home the other night, last Saturday, maybe Saturday before. Just walking along, I saw this dude shaving his ass in a doorway. Don't know if he was homeless or if he was, what was going on. But he had a razor, cream on his ass. Yeah, he was, that was the weirdest part. I don't know if he was shaving his face and his ass at the same time. I walked on, but that kind of scared my eyes. Pretty odd to be true. 
Maybe that's why. I tried. I took an Uber home the other night. I accidentally phoned an Uber pool Saturday night. They're great fun all together. Got in. Russian dude, Sergey, Sergey, Sergey. I didn't realize. Maybe, I'd, yeah, I did order a pool. But there was no one else apparently meant to be in the pool. I get in. There's two women in the pool. Two pretty hot women. They're both Russian. One in the back, one in the front. They obviously know the driver. They ask me where I'm going. I'm chit-chatting. I'm like, something's up. They ask me if I'm just visiting. Do I have a hotel? Any party? Do I want to party with them? How much money? Come on, $400? You want a party? You want a party? I'm like, is this legit? Am I being kidnapped? I'll get out here, please. So that's nice. That's nice. The people you meet here could be Russian prostitutes. Party like a Russian. As my buddy Rob's new song says, party like a Russian. I wasn't boozing, so I quickly got away. Got away as fast as I could from the prostitutes in the Uber. Whenever something like that happens, I'm always like, hmm, am I being presumptuous and rude? Politeness kicks in. So that's pretty odd. When you're so polite that you just end up in these odd scenarios and you don't say anything because you don't want to cause a scene. Is that Irish? Is that me? I don't know. You think someone earlier was like, how does that stuff happen? And I said, I don't know. Am I open? Am I naive? Am I a fool? Do I give people the benefit of the doubt too much? Perhaps, indeed, who knows? Although I should really know. Pretty sure the end of this month I will have been here seven years <coughs> seven glorious years for some reason I thought it was six but then I checked my blog and I'm like no nah, it's been seven it's a seven year struggle as they say people get the seven year itch this is when people usually leave LA if they haven't made it properly if they're not hit the big time they say, I'm done with this town. I'm done with these people. Let's get out. I only heard about the seven-year struggle. I was up at my cousin's wedding in San Francisco, chatting to some dude at the bar randomly. He was from L.A. That's where I was living. I told him L.A. And he was like, get ready, man. I must have been there only six months or something. Not long anyway. He was like, get ready for the seven-year struggle. I was like, what's that? He said, seven years, man. If you can stick it out seven years, you have a chance of going on to big things. But usually people give up right around the seven-year mark, if not before. I don't remember too much else about that wedding, but I'll remember that dude forever. Shout out to that tall, short, brown-haired dude for telling me about the seven-year struggle. Seven years become an overnight success. Didn't know, didn't realize. But ever since he told me that, I was like, all right, that's how long it might take. That's why I'm patient as bejesus. The patience I have. Although, oddly enough, the last two weeks, oh, Betsy. The last two weeks have been rough. 
And in fact, I was almost thinking of going to New York. I was like, should I get out of town? All these things happening. Is this a sign that it's time for Marky Boy to hit the high roads and the high seas and depart into the night? What happened? What happened? Is it time to leave the alley? Just as a seven-year... Apparently, there's a seven-year itch, I was told today. Relationship, seven-year itch. That's when they get itchy. Is this what I want? Is this what I need? Is this time to bail? People have been bailing on me. It's funny enough, everyone in my last book ran dumber. Or the second book. All my good buddies no longer speak to them. I've had a falling out with all of them. And I don't think it's my fault for any of them. So that is nice to know. Maybe it's time to write another book and explain what happened with each and every one. Perhaps, perhaps, I do need an ending to this other book. I actually have another book written. I had this, like, other fourth book written for ages, but I didn't have an ending, and I wanted to focus on stand-up, so I said I'll come back to it. Better, Mercury Boy will come back, come back for a look when the time strikes me. Because writing a book would take a lot out of you, but I'm gibbering, jibber-jabbing. So the last person, the person who gave me hope, person I thought was the soundest stabbed me in the chest in there in the soul in the back everything the last beacon nice and vague I'll keep the details for the book but when the last person not the last because his buddy's here but the person you the longest does something dickish to you dicks you over and you get a text I was shaving while I got the text Shaving, and you're just like, well, is there any point in finishing the shave? Should I just go boozing? So I went boozing, boozing hard. That's why after a few days of boozing, I had to go get a detox beetroot juice. Juice, that's how my logic works in my head. Drink all you can, and then get one healthy juice that'll take care of everything. So that happened. Vague on the details, but you know yourself. Get stabbed in the back. <clears throat> Taken for a fool. A fool's ride. Fool's gold, they call me. So I'm like, are there any good people left here? Are there anyone who's not a Muppet? Is there anyone who's not going to dick me over? There are. But at the time, I had my horse blinkers on. I was like, ah, this town, this town would drive you mental. This town would. People are balls. They'll do a ballsy thing to you, and you're like, what? Seriously? You of all people? So that was one thing. That was a major thing. Major rocking of the boat, as they say. Listening to a lot of Bonnie Vare, his new album out. I was deep in the Bonnie Vare listening, drowning my sorrows, boozing hard, wondering. Then I got back in the game, <clears throat> then my great car, lovely, lovely Mustang Sally. If you remember recently, 
avid podcast listeners, my car clutch exploded. It's coming back from San Diego. So I spent a nice little chunk fixing that. But it hasn't been the same since. And then I started losing gears. Fourth gear just disappeared. Started grinding. Third gear. I know nothing about cars. That's unfortunate. I wish they taught me that instead of geography. No, geography is important in school because people in America have no clue of any geography. Oh my God, you're from Ireland. Where is that? Is that next to Paris in France? I think I've been there. A girl said that before to me. She actually said to a group of us. And then she ended up hooking up with one of her buddies as an apology of some sort because her geography was so bad. San Diego, fun times, fun, fun times. But anyway, I wish there was one class where they're like, here are some basics about cars so that when your car goes kaput or something's wrong, you can take it to a mechanic. And if the mechanic starts jibbering and sees that you're an easy mark, an easy merc, you can be like, hey, buddy, I know the basics, instead of quickly Googling and then going to him, are you sure it's not the Schmorgan wheel? Have you checked the Schmorgan cable? And he's looking at you like, is this guy saying Schmorgan, or can I just not understand his accent? And you're both suspiciously eyeing each other up, and you know he's overcoating you, and you know that he hasn't properly checked Anyway, they told me, I went to the first place, and they were like, yeah, your transmission's gone. I was like, all right, I believe you. And he said, we don't do transmission, no, take it to this other place. So I took it to another place, and your man's like, yeah, it's definitely gone. It's going to cost you about another 2500 more. I was like, between how much I've already spent on it and this extra, and I just had to pay... Visa lawyer fees. Here's the thing about visa lawyer fees. I've realized they're like herpes. They never go away. You think they're gone. And then you get an email. Hey, Mark. We need another $2,000 from you, buddy old pal. You're like, what? I just paid you all this other thousands of dollars. We need more, man. We got to file it. And then you got to pay for printing. And you got to pay thousands and you're just like what jesus leave me alone so anyway i have to pay that and then the mechanic's like you gotta pay more so i'm like look i'm not paying more my buddy malcolm (coughs) the minute my clutch exploded he was like get rid of it (laughs) the minute one thing goes it'll all go and i was like no i fate my car but he was right or maybe didn't install the clutch properly like the worst thing ever is if you google a symptom if you feel sick because it's just going to tell you you've AIDS. Have a slight cough. You might have AIDS. Try Googling. Yeah, the gears won't work on my car. Oh, it's your transmission. Your car has AIDS. It's got to go. It's on the way out. Pay all this money, but you never know. I might go again. So then I said, all right, looks like I've no car. Looks like that's gone. So all these solid people, they were the first to go. People I was buddies with. My base, as they say, people in LA love. Oh, my base is great. My base is gone. Sayonara, base. My car is gone. You need a car in LA or else you're goosed. Everyone will tell you that. So that went. 
And then, what else went? Oh, my microwave exploded. Didn't explode. I was making some porridge. I heard a big bang. I looked in. Porridge everywhere. <clears throat> so the porridge exploded. But the microwave no longer worked. My first thought when I heard the explosion of the porridge was, Take me with you. If you're going out like this microwave, take me with you, man. I've nothing else left to go for. The people are gone. My car is gone. Come on, microwave. Do us all a favor. Take me out with you. So for some reason, that was the end of that. I was like, all right, three in a row. People, car, microwave. This is a sign that I should go to New York. Start spreading the news. Marky boy is going to New York. But then I read this book. Jesus, the books are great, fairness to them. I keep getting people to buy this book. It's called The Road Less Travelled. It's pretty good, especially if you don't want to go. Just read that book. I opened that book on Sunday. Because I was just down. Jesus, I was a wet blanket. That's the good thing about having Irish buddies too. If ever you're down, they'll give you like two passes. Told them my news. They were like, ah, oh, that's a pity. Ah, oh, man, sorry to hear about that. Next time on the phone, ah, oh, yeah, you're still down. Yeah, well, you know, like life goes on, all that stuff. Next time, they're like, ah, oh, Jesus, look, you're going to stop. <laughs> you're being very soft now. You got to cop on. All right, whatever happened was bad, but Jesus, come on now. Come on. Or as American buddies will say, ah, at least you have your health. You're like, ah, that's a good point. At least I do have me health. But then I read this book on Sunday, The Road Less Travelled. I can't even remember what it was. Basically how everything's done for a reason. It's all meant to be. Que sera, sera. You're going to wallow. So I got over it. Now I'm grand, I think. Yeah, I'd say I'm grand, all right. Two week blip. Blippity blip. But I'm back in the game. I won't be abandoning the ship just yet, people. Happy days. The seven year itch is gone. All the balls, things happening is gone. My itchy balls are gone. At least I don't have itchy balls. That's always a plus. Especially in a big city like this. Maintaining non-itchy balls is a is a feat in itself. Jesus, I'm gibbering. Actually, halfway through this podcast, it went out. You wouldn't even know I was talking. I left. Oh, I, actually, yeah. So I came back. So now I lost my train of thought is what I'm trying to say. But I did just remember yesterday I took an Uber. So basically my car is just parked. I'm not driving it. My buddy's telling me, oh, you can put sludge in it. That'll make it work. I'm like, all right, that makes no sense. But it's probably something I would do. But I was chatting to my Uber driver on the way home the other day. And he told me, he was like, yeah, I'm in college. I'm doing, like, auto mechanics. I was like, hallelujah. Told him my problem with the car. And he was like, I don't think that's the transmission, buddy. It might be, but I think that mechanic was lying to you. From what you've told me, 
it still goes into reverse. I did not have a clue what he was saying, but I was agreeing. He was Hispanic. I trust Hispanics. I trust everyone way more than white Americans. They're just out for your money. And he was like, yeah, man, don't believe him. From what you told me, it could be an easy fix. A few hundred, you're dancing. Might just be the gearbox. Who knows? But he gave me hope. Gave me hope. Hosanna. Hope. Hosanna. Hope. In the morning sun. Jesus, some gibbering. What time do we have? 32 minutes. Not bad, I suppose. Did this make any sense? Am I gibbering? It's quarter past two in the morning. This is when I get a second wind. I was like, what should I do? Should I start rewriting that book? Should I fix the script? No, I'll tell this rambling podcast. I'll be vague in pieces. I'll dwell too long in other pieces. But that's what you get when you pay no money for the gibbering of my voice. I wonder if I'm... Do I, am I monotone? It's one of my biggest fears that I sound boring. Because in my head I sound boring. I was listening to a buddy. My buddy was telling on some talk show the other day. Jesus, he's a good storyteller. She googled Robbie Williams, Maureen. Some story. But oddly for me, if ever I go to like a storytelling stand-up show... This is going to sound great. As someone who writes books, articles, to stand up. Whenever I'm telling a story to a group of people, it's never as good. If I'm telling a drunk to people at dinner table or something, it's always great. I just lose the connection, man. And then, do you ever, are you ever telling a story and you're just like sick of it? And then you realize, oh no, I'm losing all these people. And then you're like, oh, should I make up a better ending? And then everyone slowly but surely walks away. If you're still here on the podcast at this point, fair play, you didn't walk away. And for that, I will tell you a new joke that I came up with yesterday. I'm trying to remember which one of these awful jokes of mine that I should tell. Here it is. Great joke to end, ruin, make your day. It's nothing worse than having sex with a condom. I much prefer when it's with a girl. Jesus, what a joke. What a great joke. I can't tell if my jokes are better in writing or gibbering. Also great when you're a comedian not knowing that. Is this a written joke or is it a spoken joke? Am I a joke? Perhaps indeed I am. Right, great talking, people. Well done. If you stuck it in there, you did well. Have a little treat for yourself. Have a little biscuit. Biscuit and a cup of tea. What else would you need? <clears throat> cup of tea. Alright. That's about it. If you have any questions, why don't we do an agony ant? Dear Merck. Here's a problem with my life. Give me your advice if you've any of those. Tweet me, whatever at me, whatever. You know how to reach me. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. My website's Marquez.tv. 
Check out my books, Amazon, random, random, or pre-dumb before I came to LA. I got a couple of new shorts up on the YouTube too. There's one called the X Games, and there's one called the Phone Poker. Check them out. I have another one coming in the random adventures of the Irish guy in LA web webisode series whatever the hell they're called and I do believe this next one that I have coming out hopefully this week waiting for the editor to send me back the edit but it is definitely the funniest one we have done so that's nice it's nice that they're getting better like these podcasts huh I hope someone's listening to this in bed the last thing they hear before they go into a deep, deep slumber is my monotones. All right, till next time. Read that book, The Road Less Traveled. Great book. Uh, stay off the streets. You've seen what happens to me in these streets of West Hollywood. All I'm going to keep walking more. As the famous song says, walk on. Walk on. Walk on, people. All right, Jesus. Great rambling. Thank you. Good night. Farewell. Do it.